We're ready to start now. You give us the. You give maybe us he the, wasn't. Wait, were you not recording? Okay. No, I mean, that was an attempt at a, a natural intro. It's good. Now we'll do it less naturally. Um, but sales sales leadership is one of those positions. You know, I tell him not like whistling. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. I think I it's, that's We're the point. Good. Is well, it if comes it's stops. authentic, it's more interesting. But sales leadership is—it's um, you know—it's an area that I've been interested in, and I've had I've been in leadership roles for sixteen of the last seventeen years, um, and thirty-three of the last thirty-four of your years, or thirty-four of the last thirty-five. You know, I've oh, been your it. sales leader for life. Oh, got it. Get it? Yeah. Slightly older brother. Still trying to sell me that so idea. So sales leadership is a—it's a—it's an entire. Uh, hmm, position world sales leadership matters mm -hmm. and a lot of people that get into those positions do it because they've done well in sales mm -hmm. or in recruiting or because they knew the right person or had the right tenure and I've I've found in my career and I know that you have is a lot of people in sales leadership roles at least in my opinion don't take the leadership aspect of their of their um, sales management role super seriously mm -hmm. or they don't know how to take it seriously they don't need know what it means exactly to take it seriously um and so i, th I think it's a, a worthy conversation to have right what what it means to be a great sales leader um and i think a lot of that boils down and that's our intention with the channel is to explore this but it it, it starts with understanding the opportunity and you could say the responsibility of being a sales leader yeah, I think the why someone gets into leadership is different than actually being a good leader, right? Like you said, there are a lot of people, I mean, any industry that's in sales has leaders. That doesn't mean that they're actually good at leading people. It doesn't mean that they're actually developed in the world of leadership. It just means they have a position called sales leader. Yeah. And I think um, one of the things that we agree on is that leadership development in sales is necessary. And then I think there's a lot of different ways that people end up in those positions, right? Like some people become a great salesman and then they get promoted to be a leader, but they never wanted to be a leader. And so mm -hmm. they don't, they're not equipped to do it. Other people have aspirations to be a great leader, but they don't know how to be a great leader. So then they get in the position. They're like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And so no matter how you get into the position, whether you wanted the fame and the accolade of being a leader or you were just put there, if you're interested in sales leadership at this point and you're watching this listening to this podcast, it's because you want to be a better leader. Yeah. And regardless of if you got into your position accidentally or you were forced into the position or you desired it, being good at it is a completely different conversation. Yeah. And being, and being good or let's say uh, empowering the people that you lead assumes that you have influence. And so you can, you know, we could attack this conversation uh, in a couple different directions. Like how is it that you develop influence? Like what is influence and how do you get it? Mm -hmm. um, but I think in a lot of ways, there's one of the problems that I've seen more consistently, or at least a problem that's super consistent, is people that have that are leaders, right? They they have influence in their team, the company, the culture, the people around them. They just they don't maybe recognize that that's a weapon that could be yielded wielded for good or for bad. Yeah, because you said it. Leadership is influence. That's John Maxwell that says that. Mm -hmm. So leadership is influence, and you can either be leading people in a good direction or a bad direction. But if they're following you. Right, like if people are following yeah. you and you jump off a cliff and they all die because they followed you off a cliff, you were a leader. You were a bad one. Yeah, actually, you were a really good leader because they followed you off yeah. the cliff. But your your message was poor. Yeah, effective. Well, it's an effective leadership. Oh yeah, you're effective an effective leadership. leader, just not a good one. Yeah, if the, yeah. Re if the result you're intending to get is to have your people jump off a cliff, you did a great job. But great leader. Typically, we are at least clear enough as leaders. Most people are that your job is to help others perform. Yeah, for others to win. 
and that um, it, it, it takes clarity and intention well, to deliver that. Well, I'd say this, if you're not clear that that's what a good leader is, is helping other people win, then hopefully this is your moment of clarity because I think some people get into leadership so they can win, right? I'm a leader, you're all gonna be awesome, you're gonna love me as your leader, and because I'm leading you, I'm gonna make the most money and I'm gonna get the most attention and all of that, and that's, that's not being a good leader. You know, you might, you might we, be effective, we, but you're not a good leader. But we talked, yeah, we, so we talked about the, like the drive, what gets you into leadership. Yeah. Um, we talked about this at, at lunch. The, uh, you can have personal motivation to become a leader for you know, egoic reasons, right? Totally. Because you want to, the success, the fame, the admiration, the opportunity, the influence, that can get you to the front door, right? And get you on the field, but you're not gonna win a championship. You forgot the money. Money, right? Yeah. You can you can do it for the money, sure. <laughs> right. if, if that's what gets you in the door, great. But now that yeah. you're in the door, you've probably got some developing to do or none of the things you want will actually be there. Yeah. Right, and if they are, it's because you did it through force and coercion and not good things. Yeah. So we, the one of the things I wanted to touch on is the difference between leading and motivating people. Mm-hmm. If I asked you, like, what's the difference between leading people and motivating people? I know I, I know I have my definition, but what does that sound um, like to you? So, well, motivating is, is typically short, short term, right? It's something that's gonna spark some uh, movement, uh, spark some action, and typically it, it fades out. Leadership is, and I typically I think the question that I've heard is like motivation versus inspiration, but I think that's maybe where I'd point to as an answer is that a leader's job is to um, develop their people to motivate themselves. Mm. and help to connect them to something, to some mission, to some um, worldview that inspires them. Because inspiration is much longer lasting than motivation. Um, and most people can't get there by themselves. They can't do it for themselves. So a leader, um, and if they can, then there's probably more depth. And that, that's an example of where a leader has an opportunity to serve and to um, prop up the people that they work with to go win bigger. What do you mean? Um, if somebody comes in every day and isn't excited to do their job in sales, you know, sales call reluctance, they're afraid to cold call, they're doing whatever it is in, typically it's cold calling, but, or they're not willing to, to train or memorize objections or whatever that looks like, they're missing something, right? So they want the short-term motivation, the short-term burst, um, and that will always yield short-term action. So you know, leaders have an opportunity to A, recognize that, and B, sit down and do something with the person about that, which typically, you know, you got to lean in and care enough about their life to ask questions, to figure out what matters to them, to figure out what they want, what are their goals, help them to connect that to a purpose. And if you have a goal, you connect it to a purpose, you begin to to spark a deeper level of inspiration. We can, and we'll, we'll talk an entire podcast just about goals and purpose and how to tie mm-hmm. those two together. But it takes work. It takes work to get people to that place. Yeah. It doesn't happen by accident. It doesn't happen by just getting up in front of the room or doing a, uh, you know, coaching call every now and then. It takes intentionality and you know, one of the key points that, that we'll cover today is like, it takes development of the leader. Hmm. If you're a sales leader that's gonna deliver real value to your people, you're gonna have to learn how to deliver value to your people. Yeah, and because you are delivering something to them in the role of leader, like the example that you're setting as a leader is what your people are gonna do, mm-hmm. right? And they say mm-hmm. that that the people that you work with will do twice of the two times of the bad things that you do and half of the good things that you do. Yeah. And so you better do a lot of good things. Yeah. And that's, I think one of the things that sucks the most about being a leader is you can't just turn it on and off. Mm-hmm. You can't be a crappy, terrible person outside of work and then an awesome leader in work. Like yeah. they bleed into each other. 
You say heavy is the head that wears the crown, right? Try that again. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. There's a responsibility, right? When you're, <laughs> they said that at some point in, okay. over the course of history. Okay. Uh, I got to put that. The heavy, heavy is the, the head that weighs the crown. Quoted they. Yeah. Got they, it. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, say, they say that. I have, there's a lot of things that they say. You're gonna, you're gonna, you'll find out. Okay. Your brain remembers names. Mine I'm going to take notes but so eventually you can tell days. me who they are. Um, it's like, this was <laughs> the Duchess you, of West Virginia. Wait till them. Yeah. Um, but the idea is that like the, the, if you are a leader, if you are in that position of influence with other people looking at you, you have an, I believe you got an obligation um, to take that role seriously, right? To take your, you know, I'm a parent. We've got four kids. You've got three. Like our kids look to us. Mm-hmm. And in a sales organization, my experience, you know, for 17 years, some of my greatest mentors have been people that I have looked to. I mean, uh, Tim, we worked with Tim a long time ago. I mean, mm-hmm. Tim's a guy, he still comes to mind when I think of what it looks like to do it right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, our dad. Our dad. Also a great example of yeah. like, he was leading us all the time, whether he actively knew that that's what he was doing. I mean, there's times where I'm leading my kids and I don't, I'm not actively thinking about it. Like, oh, right now I'm teaching them. But they're always to. watching. They're always, always watching, watching and they're always learning. And that's no yeah. different when you're leading a sales organization. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, that, that's relevant in how you train and when you show up to meetings in your attitude, your energy, what you're bringing to a conversation, how good of a listener you are, how how distracted you are by picking up your phone and taking notes during a meeting, all of these things um, are, are demonstrative or they demonstrate to your people, you know, your level of care and it teaches them. Mm-hmm. It teaches them what leadership looks like and it supports them or doesn't. Which is why you need to be careful who you put into leadership, right? Super true. Yeah, Tim, um, we've talked about him a little bit, but he told me very early on, leadership is assumed, not appointed. Mm-hmm. Right, and when you appoint leadership, a lot of times you can accidentally do a lot of damage to your sales organization because, hey, this guy's a really good salesperson. Let's make him a leader. You can't make somebody a leader. You can put someone in the position, yeah, and then they can either develop themselves or not. Mm-hmm. But you can't just make somebody a leader by giving them a title. And if that's you, like if you're if you're somebody who's a leader and you know that you're in a leadership role because you're a great salesperson. Uh, it's important. There needs. There's. There will be a wake up call, um, whether it is proactive or reactive. At some point, you'll realize that's not enough, right? Not not to garnish real respect and build long lasting, super uh, super synergistic relationships, right? It can't mm-hmm. just be that you're talented as a salesperson. You have to lean in and provide value to the people that you work with. And if you don't, somebody else will at some point, or your people will resent you because they're waiting for it. What you just said, you have to provide them value. Don't get confused. Don't think that the only way you can provide someone value is by doing something for them, right? Or what I'm trying to say is there is there is value just by being someone who people want to be like, Yeah. right? When they witness how you are with your family mm-hmm. and they say, I want to be like that, that's value. Mm-hmm. Even though you're not in a classroom, you're not teaching them, you're not saying like, hey, let me show you how to balance your checkbook. Like, they go, man, I, that guy, he just got pulled over and he was incredibly respectful. He took responsibility for the fact that he was speeding in a school zone. And this did not happen to me, but like that, that would show what someone's, it's your character, right? Yeah. The character is what you do when no one's looking. Mm-hmm. And then every once in a while you'll have an, you'll have a situation of someone is looking and that's when that shows up. And when mm-hmm. that person is watching, you're just going to do the same thing that you did when nobody was looking, but now somebody's looking Yeah. and then that demonstrates what type of leader you are, and they can you can provide immense value yeah. or do terrible damage to yeah. somebody. They, uh, ooh, I got another one. So they say, oh. someone, someone has once said that character, I can't take credit for it, so oh, that's okay. I, just, I like to give credit we'll to We'll give them. all the credit to they. Uh, <laughs> adversity reveals character. 
And I've also heard adversity develops character. And I think they're both true. But if you haven't done work to develop your character prior to the adversity, you can get exposed in a really um, impactful, permanent manner. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wrote down, know know what you believe, right? Know what you stand for. Know how you're going to react in certain situations so that when they happen, and the only way you know how you're going to do it is you probably mess it up a yeah. bunch of times, right? Nobody's perfect. And most of the the good leadership skills that I have now were not good leadership skills when they started. They were bad leadership skills. Mm-hmm. And then I lost people or I had someone confront me on it or, you know, life confronted me on it. And it was yeah. like, okay, time to adjust that yeah. and, and, and completely change that aspect of my leadership. So mm-hmm. it's um, the ability to, to grow and learn from mistakes. Mm-hmm and continue uh, finding ways to add more value to become a more capable uh, human being, somebody that can contribute to the people that you're working with, coach, challenge, train, or develop them further. Um, I've made a lot of mistakes. I mean, I was... Uh, he has. Yes. <laughs> Lots of them. I have them written in my journal. <laughs> and one, I mean, one of the things that, I, that I'm proud of, and I, I think good leaders are, and you know, there's a, one of the guys we work with um, you know, recently uh, had said, you said, one of the reasons that I'm here is because I see you growing. Right. As a leader, you're you're reading, you're referencing the books you read, you've got new ideas, you're not slowing down, you're speeding up in your development journey. And um, I'm not saying that to pat myself on the back. I think every good leader is obliged to do that. Like if you're going to continue to provide value, you have to continue to grow. You've got to become more than you were yesterday in order to give people more than you did yesterday. And growth is painful or not painful? Confronting. It's conf- <laughs> confronting, painful. It's it's inconvenient. I think confrontation leader, for me is painful. Yeah, so <laughs> being a good leader is inconvenient. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Confrontation is inconvenient. Yeah. It's just there are certain ways you serve people and certain ways you don't. And typically the more convenient it is, the less of service it is. Yay? Nay. Yeah. And yeah, we wrote I wrote don't do doing the right thing versus doing the easy thing. Yeah. Right? There's there's always a right thing and there's an easy thing. Sometimes they're the same. That's awesome when they're the same, but Oftentimes usually they're not. not. I feel like usually they're usually not. not. Yeah. yeah, we uh, most most people that we admire did the right thing over the easy thing at almost every path. Yeah. Right, every split in the road is like easy way, not hard way. It's like easy way, right way, mm-hmm. and the right way is very often the hard way. So this the conversation occurs a little bit as kind of ramblings on ideas on leadership, which I think to some extent it's designed to be mm-hmm. today uh, because as we begin to dig into some of the, the key areas that we've experienced growth, right? Focus the strategies and the mindsets of leadership, right? The specific tools of great sales leadership. Um, it really starts with an inquiry. It starts with asking yourself, you know, is, is there another, another level that I can be serving the people that I lead? As, uh, as the head of a sales organization, whether it's a small team or one person or a thousand people, the answer should be yes. And it's the the inquiry and getting that answer and then beginning to start the journey that's so important. Because what, I mean, in, in my career, I've led a team of one. It was you a long time ago. And then I've led a team of- Heck of a team. You know, over 150. And it's, Heck of a team. Um, yeah, that was a good team. <laughs> um, the- uh, but you've got it. My point is, you've got to take it seriously. Yeah. There are so many people that get into a position of leadership and they make good money and they have a good time and they become a good friend to somebody. But, you know, to be a friend to your sales force mm. uh, is not as useful as to be a leader. That was a tough them. pill for me to swallow. Like when I was 
young. I was like late twenties and I was hiring people that were in their early twenties. And it was like, they don't need a friend. Like you're hiring these guys who are in college, who have tons of friends. They're not coming to work with you so they can have a buddy. They're Mm -hmm. coming to work with you so you can lead them and develop them and help them become better people. And sometimes I just saw like, Oh, I want them to like me. I want them to be my friends. I want them to think I'm cool. And it's like that, that's not why they're here. That's why, that's why they're friends with Danny, right? They're not, they're not friends with Jake. They're, they got hired by Jake and they want to learn from me and be developed by me. And, and you have to know that, like if you have a sales organization, the goal should not be to be best friends with all of them. You know, you sh- you'll develop friendships, but to have that be a goal or a need is inappropriate. It's yeah. far better to just understand like, Hey, I'm going to provide a massive value for these people. Yeah. And that massive value is to some kind of, sometimes confront them. That's one of the hardest things mm-hmm. is like, if you think about the best coaches and the best leaders that you've ever had, typically they're not the ones that let you get away with stuff. They're the ones who say, hey dude, you you know better, come on. You know you shouldn't have done that. And you're and it's confronting and it hurts and it sucks, but you respect them yeah. for doing that. It's, yeah. it's your parents, it's the whole like, I'm not mad, I'm disappointed. Yeah. It's like, you're not mad at, you could be mad at somebody for like actively doing something, but disappointed is like, you knew you shouldn't and you did it anyway. Like, yeah. Mm. And the, the friend versus leader is in a similar vein of the conversation of do you want to be liked or respected? Yeah. And that doesn't mean you need to be an a-hole to people. It means that uh, sometimes drawing a lot, you're like, <laughs> I don't want to swear on, I am. Not, I don't want to break the I'm not laughing at the, the word you used. I'm laughing like I, between like, uh, you're the a-hole. I'm the, I'm, <laughs> yes, that is the realm I fall in more often is like, but I get respected for it, yeah. right? But yeah. sometimes I lose respect for it. Yeah. And then you're much more of a friendly leader yeah. than I am. I'm a and, friendly a-hole. And sometimes you, you are, sometimes you're respected for that. And sometimes you lose respect because yeah. you're too friendly. And yeah. it's, Nobody's perfect at it and and we each have our strengths and our weaknesses, but it's about like, I know that sometimes I'm too harsh mm-hmm. and I'm working on it and I'm actively trying to become better at it or I'm responsible for it or now I'm willing to like, hey, nice to meet you, welcome to the team. Just so you know, sometimes I come off as a total a-hole and it's not because I yeah. don't like you, yeah. but it's because I see you for who you wanna become. Yeah. And if your actions are incongruent with that, sometimes I don't know what to say other than stop doing that. Don't be an idiot. Yeah. And so you hit seeing people for who they want to become. So yeah. And this is a, a super pivotal to my leadership journey is being able to look at somebody and recognize greatness, right? See, see ourselves who they can become, right? Mm-hmm. And if it's congruent with who they want to become, that's a pretty good alignment, right? For you to be their leader. And if you want them to be great and they have no desire to be great, it's not maybe Spoiler you can disagree. Doesn't work out. I was just no, say it's not out. your doesn't job to yeah. teach like this guy. You have to want to be great. Not everybody wants to be great. Yeah. Being a great leader is not helping everybody become great. Mm-hmm. It's finding people who want to be great and helping them remove the barriers in their path and yeah. show them how to do it and lead them. And lead. On, and on, and on that vein, right? So on that vein, then you have leaders that aren't trying to be great, right? And hopefully that's not you. I mean, hopefully you are, you are like the salespeople that we lead. Hopefully, and like you've been led at some point in your life. I mean, if you've progressed in your journey, it's because you've desired to. And if you've gotten to this leadership role, I hope that hunger doesn't disappear. Because if you aren't looking to grow and expand and challenge yourself through challenging others and supporting others, um, it's gonna be a shallow or short-lived leadership journey or painful. And um, I, I think, you know, maybe the, to put a bow on this a little bit is that should be a desire that you have as a sales leader. If you've got people looking to you to set the bar, to set the example, to hold them accountable, 
you've got to have a desire to learn how to do that better than you know how to today and to do it as good as you know how to today regardless of the comfort or discomfort mm -hmm. yeah we we had a little tiff earlier when we were talking about the i don't it's not motivation behind leadership but it was like remind me we were yelling we were like kind of heated oh, about the, this well it was like i you get into leadership why does somebody getting why does someone get into leadership too. yeah and it's not everybody gets into leadership wanting to be a great leader, mm -hmm. right? But I'm trying to remember exactly what we were talking. But it's like if Some I want to do it be, for completely self-centered motives, totally right. Who they are when they get into leadership is somebody who desires the title, the accolades, the admiration, the success, the following, mm -hmm. the you know, to lead the movement. They, they want to be all of that, right. largely because now they want to be in the spotlight. Then, <laughs> and in order to become a great leader, they have to develop themselves. Yeah. Then you have another category of people who just want to develop themselves and they have no interest in being a leader. Surprise, surprise, when you develop yourself, eventually you become a leader. Mm -hmm. And then you still, you still might fight it. You know, like there are people in leadership who are fighting building themselves, like becoming a better person. And there are people who are great people fighting being a leader. Yeah, yeah, so true. <laughs> it's like, I, I'm in this position, but I don't wanna wake up early. I don't yeah. wanna go to the gym. I don't wanna keep my word outside of work. Like yeah. I'll, be a, I'll be a rock star at work and a piece of crap at home. Mm -hmm. And then there's other people like, I will be a great person outside of work. I'll be a great person at work, but I don't want anybody to follow me. Yeah. I don't want the responsibility. Which by the way, is what makes you such a valuable asset to the people in your life and to your organization and to the people that you lead. If you find yourself in the position of being a sales leader, and you have this interest in doing it and growing and doing it the right way, man, there's tons of opportunity. And with all the automation and, and whatever direction the world goes in the next many, many years, like influence, sales, leadership, these are not things that can be automated. Mm -hmm. It's going to take a human and a human brain. And, and a connection yeah. and a face-to-face -face conversation, yeah. right? It takes reading people, listening, all that stuff. So we have a need for great leaders in the world and a lot of them will come from the sales world. Yeah, everything, right? every idea, every product, every service, every policy, everything, every policy, right? it's every getting rule, sold. It's get, it's someone it's is selling sold. it to you. Every medication, like yeah. everything is getting sold. Yeah. You never, you're never not selling something. Yeah. And so becoming a great sales leader, you will be a leader. It trickles in into life. the rest of your life. Totally. It, it is, it's a metaphor for life. It's a microchasm for the rest of your life. And if you treat your role in your company or your profession that way, you can't help but spill over to the rest of your life. Or if you treat your life that way, it can't help but spill over into your career. And so that's, that's one of the toughest pills to swallow is if you want to be in, in leadership and you want to be effective in leadership is you can't just half dive into the pool. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, you got to dive all the way in and you take the plunge and you need to figure out how to swim. Yeah. <laughs> Recommend you take the plunge when in a pool where there's other people like yeah. other really good swimmers around you where they can teach you and lead you and show you how to play water polo or whatever you do in a yeah. pool. Yeah. <laughs> but like you jump in and then eventually you're the leader. Yeah. You're the one saying, hey, come join me. Mm -hmm. And the kid jumps in and they're drowning or whatever. You're like, hey, it's okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll lift you up. I'll prop you up. I'll, I'll do my best. Yeah, there's this, uh, this, this process of incremental growth, right? The slight edge philosophy, or you could say, is it a frog that you boil or a lobster? What do you boil? Mm, I don't I've, boil either. But I was gonna say, I think it's a frog. Never, if you want to boil a frog, um, <laughs> you put them in the water and you just you t slowly turn up the water, and the frog never jumps out. They never realize that it's happening. That's what I've witnessed in in most of the great sales leaders, and even in my own journey as a sales leader. Is you know, if you are just making the small incremental progressions on a regular basis, at some point you look around, and you're like, wow, 
I, I make a difference for people. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have this I have this gift and I've developed it. I've been responsible and accountable for what God's given me. And um, it's a pretty amazing feeling. And I, I just, I implore as many people uh, as have the ability to go on that journey. Take it seriously. Tell it's, me. It's not something that you'll regret. So regret. <laughs> regret. 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 I'm a flaw getting boiled. <laughs> regret. Um, <laughs> it's on a roll. Um, so tell me about this, because I'm I'm genuinely curious. Because you said something. You what said, are we at? "What's the time right now?" You what said, you, "Probably wrapping up." Um, okay. You yeah. said, "The you look around and you realize, hey, I make a difference and I impact people." Yeah. I think a lot of leaders are they don't care. They don't care. <laughs> they don't notice it. It gets pointed out to them mm-hmm. by somebody else. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Like. Are you talking about yourself? No, I'm just, I'm saying I'm, I think that, well. Well, we, we talked not, about that yesterday, right? Like I, I relate to the progress of others. I notice it differently and it fills me differently to see it. Oh, totally. Yeah. And for you, it's less obvious, but you provide so much value in a different way. And sales, there's different types of sales leaders. Not everybody's going to have the same personality or the exact same intention or motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can add value if, I think the thing that aligns a great sales leader is a focus on providing value to others and a willingness to continue to evolve themselves. Yeah, care about care about enough people and they'll forgive you for almost anything. Yeah. Right, if you just care about the people that you work with, they'll forgive your mistakes. Um, but what I, was saying, what I was thinking about is there are a lot of people who look around and say, man, I'm a great leader. And those people are typically not great leaders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the ones that are on a retreat or they get a letter from somebody that they weren't expecting that said, dude, you drastically changed mm-hmm. my life. And it's that moment that I think you're talking about where you go, holy cow, I, yeah. really, yes. I really do impact people. This I'd never even... And as, mu- as meaningful as that letter is, you don't do the job for the letter. Mm-hmm. I've said this to a lot of people I've worked with. They're like, man, because I have had people tell me like, oh, you've led me and da da I said, my... My dream for you is that in 15 years you get a letter for somebody mm-hmm. from somebody that you don't even know yet saying you changed their life. Like that is an awesome feeling. Yeah. And you don't get that being selfish. You don't get that um, focusing on your on your own ends. You get that by helping helping them get what they want. Yeah. And pouring into them. And the specific instances I'm thinking of is like sometimes I was kind of a hard ass. Like I was Hey, no. <laughs> and, and sometimes I said no too hardly and I had to apologize for it. Yeah. And because you're a good leader, they forgive you because yeah. they know you're doing it's it because you care about that. Yeah, and you'll make plenty of mistakes. But the, I think the primary focus here is that you are trying to serve people and you're trying to get better and that you invest time into both those and take those roles really, really seriously. Mm-hmm. So... Um, looking forward to having a lot more conversations about specific strategies, not just rambling conversations about the context of leadership and why it matters and why you should care about being a sales leader that makes a difference in people's lives. Um, we've got what well, sixty or seventy different topics, and that we're going to be able to dive keep into. interrupting you. But okay. it's, we are if you're a sales leader, you are already making you are <laughs> already making a difference in people's lives. The yeah. question is, are you making a positive difference? or a negative difference. Yeah, you and have influence. Like you have influence. You're the guy in the front of the guy, girl, whoever you're in the front of the room. 
you're a salesperson on the team and you're, you have a great week. People naturally, that's positional leadership, right? Mm -hmm. Or productional leadership where they look at you and they're like, wow, that guy did a really, that person did a really good job selling. So I want to be more like them. And that person is a total jerk, right? Like if you're in sales and you have influence, you are a sales leader. The question to ask is, are you in a good one or a bad one? Mm -hmm. Are you impacting your organization positively or negatively? And that's, that is the tough pill to swallow. And it's, yeah, it's sometimes sometimes hard when you look and you go, wow, I have been a negative impact on my sales organization. And you see little yous everywhere. Yeah. Do you ever notice that? Yeah, yeah, you make little clones of yourself. <laughs> Over time, like, you don't make them, but again, people are modeling themselves yeah. after what they see and the people they respect. And somebody in a leadership role will, will have others in that organization respect them, both the good and the bad things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully there's a lot more good than bad and that whatever doesn't work is getting worked on. Mm-hmm. And no leader's perfect. Yeah. Right? There's, we're going to make mistakes and part there was of one. The, what's that? So there was one. There, there was, was one. The, the goal, I think, for these conversations is, is to reveal what we're working on as well, right? Like yeah. in our leadership journey, because that's what it is. It's a journey. And it's uh, on your journey, you will find people who are more experienced in a journey, right? Who have more tools than you do, but we're all still trying to figure out how to climb the mountain more effectively or yeah. with less pain, yeah. but it's still painful yeah. to climb a mountain. Let me end with this idea that you know progression is one of the best benchmarks of, of happiness and fulfillment in life in, in pretty much in any arena of life. Progression is what feels good. And in leadership, both to you and to the people that you serve, progression is what they're looking for. If you're growing, if you are evolving in your ability to provide value to them and they see that, that is a fulfilling, exciting uh, person to be at the helm of the ship. Likewise, if you experience growth in your ability to serve them and help them achieve their goals, you get to be super fulfilled. So it's it's not about perfection, it's about progress. I'll end with this. What they have said is that you're either growing or dying, <laughs> right? That's it. Either you're growing and developing or you're going the opposite direction. So they thank a, you, they, yeah. for all the help today uh, in our conversation. Yeah. We'll have to get the, <laughs> the the book of quotes by they, they and them. That could be our first book. It's like, <laughs> they said. And it's just all these quotes of things we've heard that they say. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Yeah. True. Cool. Fun chatting, dude. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast of the Betterment Brotherhood. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button to stay tuned for more episodes where we do a deep dive on sales leadership. And in the meantime, go crush life. <laughs>